Quest Beyond. Carl, Ryan, and Sam review the new movies you may want to see and talk a little news along the way. Venture with them for The Quest Beyond. Hello and welcome to The Quest Beyond. We are back to review Luca this week. We hinted at it last week. Disney Plus giving us a free movie over this nice quarantine season. So we got that to talk about. We got a bit of news topics as well. I'm Ryan Starfire. Hey, I'm Sam McLennan. And I am Kyle Lugan17. I should change my name to like Klugan or something, but it's too late. Klugan? Klugan. I already have all the logo stuff out, so it is what it is. That sounds like Mr. Bean's character in uh, Knives Out, too. Mr. <laughs> Klugan. Oh, man. Uh, Inspector so Klugan. Inspector Klugan. He's like Scottish. That'd be fantastic. Yes. Mick Klugan. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Figured it out for you already, Ryan Johnson. There you go. Well, we're back. We're live on Twitch as well. Second episode. Hopefully goes as flawless. Does flawed as the second one? Who? It got a bit wild from time to time. There's some yeah. There's some chatter. A little bit loopy. A little got a little loopy. weird. It's just that's, a bit. That's per usual. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to get weirder. <laughs> I don't know about today, but at some point, I'm not expecting any less. Uh, but if you guys want to join us at home, if you're listening to this on the audio version afterwards and we're making you real jealous about exclusive clips and topics like today we'll have, and we'll hit at that in a little bit, but yeah, we're doing things between the segments on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash thequestbeyond, if you guys want to join, Wednesday nights, 930 EST PM, I guess I should have said first. <laughs> you guys can hang out with us too. We'll talk about these these movies, these news topics, these bonus content, and you can be a part of the conversation too. And yeah, we appreciate hanging out with you guys as well. So with that, we might as well get to our first bit of topics here, and that is for the news, which we'll go to right now. How many Disney remakes are we going to get in live action? The answer is probably all of them. Like, do you guys think eventually we'll get a Frozen live action or Tangled or something? Like, it's going to happen. James so, and the Giant Peach. Wasn't was that Touchstone though? It's not Disney. That was whatever the well, fuck I think it it's wants technically to be, Disney. Yes, I want to see that big Peach. Sub- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a subsidiary. So. With that, why not go all the way back to the beginning? We are getting Snow White, the live-action adaptation, directed by Mark Webb, known for directing Amazing Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and probably the most unhappy romantic comedy of all time in 500 Days of Summer. Fantastic film, fantastic soundtrack, great dance sequence with Hall & Oates in the center of... I, I, they're in San Francisco, so I don't know what that where that is but anyways we golden gate park thank you so with that we have. Uh, i made that up okay well let's just keep going from there we have been finally given our snow white and that is rachel ziegler who will be the titular character if you don't know who she is i believe she was like a youtube star prior but she will be maria 
in the upcoming West Side Story directed by Steven Spielberg. So uh, we have mentioned we did do a trailer um, discussion way back when that came out. So check up on that earlier episode if you want to hear our initial impressions of that. And I'm going to mention, like I did there, that she has an incredible singing voice. So there is a video on her YouTube channel of her singing. I forgot again what the name of this freaking song is from what was that movie also called? I don't even know what you're talking about yeah. right now. Yeah. Is it West Side Story? No, no. So Rachel Ziegler did a cover of that Lady Gaga song from the I'm doing so Star Wars. Oh, Shallow. Thank you. <laughs> she did a cover of that song. So if you're curious about her singing voice, check out that. Thank you. Yes, Shallows. It's it's a fantastic cover. It's I'm very curious to seeing what they're going to be doing with Snow White because it's weird. I, we haven't actually talked about this because I think it was announced a long time ago. But Snow White is one of the fantasy films that during the earliest phase of the live action remakes, which like around the Alice in Wonderland era, we had a bunch of these. We had Snow White's and the Huntsman. We had Mirror Mirror. Then we had the Huntsman's Winter War, which I saw with Sam. Oh yeah, that was a was classic. An experience. It was Snow a White doesn't even riot. show up in that. No, no, it's the now. back of her head because they couldn't. There was a big contra- issue behind the scenes. If you remember that specifically. Oh, the Kristen Stewart and the yes. director, yeah, the director yes. thing. Yeah. yeah. So this has, I think, an even bigger hurdle to vault in that we've seen a ton of Snow White stuff. But overall, I think she's a great casting. I'm assuming not neither of you have much to add because you're unaware of who she is. I think the only thing I've seen her in is the trailer for West Side Story. So, I mean, clearly people like her. She's getting all these big roles, so good for her. I mean, she, she must have, you know, this the singing voice of an angel or something because she's getting this musical role at Snow White. I think famously sings, right? So, uh, yeah, let's see what, what they do here. I'm wondering if they try and approach it with, like, more traditionally towards Snow White. Like, is it just going to be that? You're going to get a tech demo. All those animated creatures are going to look so fucking real. It's going to blow your mind. I, I mean, okay, first of all, I really hope the dwarves are in this, okay? And then I hope they do them well. They're all you know, just Bob Hoskins. Oh, no, he passed away. So they're all Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay, hey, there we go. We should... Okay, Sign I'm, me I, up. I don't know if that's controversial or not. I'm going to pencil this in. We should do... They may get... They may. You know what? They may hobbit this. So we should all come up with our own cast lists of the seven dwarves. Let's, Remember we did that one point in time. We, so we have to do an update at one. Yeah, so let's do that. And it, it, they can, anyone can, they can make into the size of the dwarves. So let's, uh, I'm going to say we're going to pencil that in. So that'll be an upcoming Twitch thing because it'll be funnier with pictures. Sleepy, the rock. Dopey, the rock. <laughs> Doc, the rock. Anger or angry. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. grumpy. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Just the one random one. Yeah. There's not much to add to this one. Yeah, Rachel Ziegler seems to be a star on the rise. We're talking about her going to be starring in Snow White, if memory serves correctly. She's most famous for sleeping. Isn't that right? 
I'd no, say we're that's gonna, a different character. No, no. Well, spoilers for Snow White. The last like twenty minutes of this will be her yeah. poison. She gets she gets killed, and or is she she's put in a coma. It's ambiguous at best because there's a skull she, she in the sleepy, apple. Sleepy pills. Yeah. Yeah, and then she. Um, that is a good call. We have somebody in chat who's saying Andy Circus as all the dwarves. I'm on board for that. That works. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mocap though. He can't actually be them. They're just mocap. But yes. Yeah. She's gonna be starring Snow White. She's gonna be starring in West Side Story. She's apparently got a role in Shazam, the sequel coming out. Mm-hmm. Like she's part of big movies already. Like that's a that's a bright career already to kick off like getting things going. And this is all like pandemic world too she's making this happen so she's 20 yeah. years old and she's got three wow. huge movies that's amazing Damn. yeah yeah oh. can't be stopped at that point nope. sky's the limit so obviously there's something great about her that we're gonna get to all experience and see because we have not seen anything yet unless you are a fan of her youtube channel if that's where she's from and that's where she's got her fame from but besides that yeah seeing any acting talent but Clearly, if it's Steven Spielberg doing West Side Story, and if he's like, yeah, we're pulling you in to star in this thing, that screams like, you gotta watch this person. You gotta watch what they're gonna do in their career. So, excited to see this new talent come on the scene 20 years old. She knocks it out of the park with these. We're gonna be watching her for the next 40 years, too. So, it's kind of cool getting to see like a star just at the start of their career come out of nowhere, kick down the door. And yeah, we're just all gonna forget about Shailene Woodley and her career. Oh, come on! Because of this, <laughs> where has she not been? Actually, want, dude, she's very talented. She, and yeah. Big Little Lies is great. Big Little yeah. Lies is really not... good. You know what the problem is? Is she's connected herself to maybe one of the least popular quarterbacks uh, in most. In, oh. in the, I mean, if you live in Green Bay, you're not happy with him right now. Who's she with? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Interesting. Those Wisconsin cheeseheads—they're getting a little melty, but yeah—that's fine. That's what they get for drafting quarterbacks. What do they expect? He gets pissed off about that. <laughs> he wanted a wideout. They didn't. They didn't do it. <laughs> all right, then. Moving on. We seem to all be all for this bit of casting news, but let's go do another bit of casting news. We've been keeping up to date with *Knives Out* two, and over months of just updates to that cast different big stars coming to it well we got another franchise to be keeping our eyes on we've been watching it for like five seven years now that these movies have been coming out but the fourth installment that's coming down the pipe we just talked about last week one of the people joining that in donnie yen this week hiroyuki sanada who we just watched in mortal kombat who we just watched in army of the dead this guy's been all over the map. He's making a big, big career as well. Because he's showing up in all these big movie titles too. I think he was in Westworld one of the seasons. I forget which one. But he's going to be joining John Wick 4. Undisclosed role. <laughs> Sam, are you excited to be seeing this addition to John Wick 4? I mean, yes. Of, of course. This guy is like... You know the the prime you know action japanese actor i, I think like between him and uh ken watanabe like they're, they're like the, the prime actors from that country so 
you know, for him. Yeah, to join when you John only Wick, let two over, like that's what's going to happen. There's eventually he has to be in a John Wick movie, right? Like this guy, you know, I've seen him in various samurai esque movies, um, and I think he's just like he's super qualified for it, and he can he can do the action and he can do the the hammy, you know, hitman mercenary esque acting. So totally man like i think this is a perfect fit i don't Um, know if you're giving him enough credit though because like yes he does the cartoony stuff but i think i if i recall the we all said the best moments of mortal Kombat were his opening sequence and the very end so like when he needs to like bring out the big guns for the drama stuff i think he can carry that as well do you guys remember out of curiosity the first time you saw him in something because I do. The Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. Wolverine? I do remember him. He was, uh, the one where he's the Hugh like Jackman brother in law. He's like, uh, that should have uh, been the final fight. I think, where he's like, I think he, he was in, um, in his face. He, he was, was in the last, last Samurai. Samurai. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. I saw that after. He was also in too, Endgame. Actually. He is the, um, he's the, the Yakuza that Ronin kills. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Don't I'm ex- I'm excited for this. He's hope. a great actor. So it's interesting. I, I don't know the character of Undisclosed. I don't think we've seen him yet in any of the other movies. So I'm uh, that's a really bad joke. I've, I've seen him in a lot of movies. <laughs> no, I meant the character. I guess that's true. So I uh, this movie is rounding up a pretty great cast. This may be controversial, but I think so far we've got some better uh, actors involved than we did in the third one and the second one. So, um, no offense to Common or Halle Berry, but, uh, Donnie Yen and Hiroyuki Sonata, like that is, those are some big guns in the action world. So, uh, I'm very excited again, same set. We're going to have this sentiment. I think with this and knives out Two, which is the casting has been all great. We just want to see the movie. <laughs> My guy's 61 years old and he's doing action scenes. He's, he's 61? He's 61. He just played Scorpion. Wow. In a movie. Good That's for him. Like he's he's doing all these action scenes. He's playing a decked out billionaire in Army of the Dead. Yeah, he's he's in the time of his career right now. And thank God he's working like crazy too. He's popping up everywhere. I know he's going to be in that. Is it Bullet Train? Yes. The, with Brad oh, Pitt? Yeah, cool. the David Leach movie. Yeah. Yeah, so like I, I'm glad this guy is on the rise too, and we're now getting to see him in every genre film that's coming out. I'm all for it because he's amazing. It's a great addition. Uh, yeah, there's not much more to say. The only thing that worries me is John Wick two, John Wick three were great. It was that because we didn't care really about the other characters because they're like we weren't so attached to them, and we were just like, yeah, Keanu Reeves, just do your thing. That's what we want to watch. And now it's like, Keanu Reeves is there. But now we want, I want Dottie Yen to be cool in this movie. I want Sonata to be cool in this movie. Is it going to start clouding a bit of what we get on screen? Is it going to start making us sway a bit more towards other characters instead of just John Wick? It could just be reigniting the franchise and getting us more excited for a bigger world. Like It'll totally work out, too. But, yeah, is yeah it I'm, could also be that way. I feel like... We're you know almost four movies in now. John Wick's characters, I think for the most part, pretty like solidified. So, t- 
to you know spice it up by putting in these great actors, these new characters. We need we need people to challenge him. We need people to like sway him one way or the other with his morals or whatever, like the rules of the game and like there's just so much they can play with by throwing in fresh meat in there. So um I'm excited that the actors that they're picking are like overly qualified people. Um I so, think yeah. All right. they're going to be recurring because the the um, the supporting characters we've had in the other two even the third one, like the third one outside of Willem Dafoe, like you had Adrian Padalecki. No. Yes. Pa- Padalecki. Yeah. And then you had, I mean, what has Theon Greyjoy done since Game of Thrones? Uh, nothing. <laughs> he got uh, nominated for an Emmy. For a bit. What? Isn't he nominated for an Emmy? For what? For Game of Thrones. Okay. Well, the show's over. Like, that's my. He's still point. riding that wave. We all remember it. <laughs> um, I mean, he didn't Reek. get a he didn't get a Marvel Say gig his name. like half the Game of Thrones cast did. Um, he, and then we had Ruby Rose and like a bunch of these more disposable supporting character actors. I don't think it would be shocking if Donnie Yen and Hiroyuki are in because we know there's also a five. Right? They announced four and five. So, like, maybe they're... I don't know. They're building the John Wick Expendables, but that's kind of what I hope they do, but I guess we'll find out. I want to see more from the TikTok man. (laughs) Uh, Maybe what they're doing is... They're just... Yeah, they're building out all these characters in this movie, and then... Yeah, these are all people that are going to support him while he's on the run. And then they all turn on him next movie, and we get a huge like Anchorman fight uh, of just all these killers. Is now I'm going to pose the question: Pedro Pascal, John Wick Five. <laughs> who are you cheering for then? Pedro yeah, Pascal. I'm happening. sorry, Keanu. Pedro Pascal. Wow. Morpheus is in them. Yes, that is the other. But that's my point. He was a character that continued the. What is he? The, he's like the garbage king. What is he called? Um, isn't he like the, he's the, the, pigeon the dude. super bandit Uh-oh. or whatever? The, the super bandit. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just make random hero names for the, him. The, um, the fingerless gloves, man. The Bowery King. The Bowery King. The Bowery King. King. <laughs> and we had, I'm, if we don't get a holdover from, oh no, I just forgot his name. He's in Big Mouth. He's a voice in Invincible. Jace, nope. Uh, yeah, so that's, um, that's, that's the TikTok man. Jason, Mo- Jason Manzukis, yes, yes. Manzukis, yeah. yeah, yeah. He needs to, he needs to be carried over. So yes, there are some He's, people uh, that need to be Kevin Feinstein if you're a Parks and Rec fan. <laughs> and he was yes. also in the League, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yep. All right. So yeah, he also been... wrote Ride Along. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. this has been John Wick four and five speculation. <laughs> Come back next week. Yeah, and yeah, we didn't even mention Ian McShane, but yeah. But that goes without saying. One episode of Game of Thrones. I mean, he's in everything. Ian McShane is in. He was in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. He's in everything. And and his hair has been just as black throughout his whole career. Does he dye his hair? He's got. (laughs) Yeah, but he does. So he does a great job of it. Like there are people you clearly tell 
are dyeing their hair like John Travolta. And then there are people you know, like Tom Cruise has to be dyeing his hair, but whoever he has doing it does an immaculate job. No, he's the like, power of science. Scientology? You mean? The aliens. Yeah. <laughs> is it John Travolta or Nick Cage? I always forget. They've swapped each other's That's face true. so many times. Yeah. I'm not sure who's who anymore. Face off. One of them's chasing a pig very soon. Oh Let's God. run away. So. <laughs> right. A trailer we won't talk about. No. Be on the lookout for pig no. coming to a theater near you. Papa? Well, we got some interesting... Uh, news here. We just talked about some crazy speculation. This one, not crazy speculation, just crazy, crazy content. Because Jerry Seinfeld, he's coming back. He's directing. He started a movie for Netflix called Unfrosted. Now, this is apparently based on his previous special that he did, I think last year, 23 Hours to Kill. He did a joke about the origins of Pop-Tart. Apparently he thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> now he's gonna make a movie about the breakfast pastry. Yeah, and unless I said this in our chat, it better be him as an animated pop tart, and it better be called the Pop Tart Movie because oh, the bee thing man. worked out great for him. No, I don't. No, this is a hundred percent one of those movies that just pops up on your uh, suggested. And you've passed out, and it just starts playing, and then you wake up, and you're like, wait, what? And they're like, that counts as viewer minutes. Ha ha ha. No, this movie's gonna fucking suck. Jerry Seinfeld is not adapting well to the comedy realm. You just... The most recent... I love comedians in cars getting coffee, but the most... Like, the last three seasons are him just bitching that nobody likes his kind of comedy anymore. And it's like, well, people are too PC. And then, like, you have Bill Burr who's like, no, just be better at being a comedian. Like, so I, I honestly, I don't care. This is not going to be mo- a movie I watch. So good on him. He's making an, a biopic no one asked for. So listen, this is him trying to solve that problem, Kyle. This is him saying, okay, how do I connect with this generation that, you know, didn't grow up on me? Hmm, what do they love? I'm going to take Pop-tarts. a 20-year-old breakfast snack. They love like, Pop-Tarts. Let's talk about Pop-Tarts. Let's figure out where they came from. Um, you know what I want instead? I want the Bill Burr toaster strudel movie. That's what I whoa, want. Bill oh, Burr? Those things Gretchen get all Gretchen Wiener's father created the toaster strudel. Her dad made toaster strudel. Never like, forget. What Stop is trying to make fetch happen. Ha- have any of us seen this bit, this famous bit that... This no, Pop it's Tars- a bit. Well, I don't know. I thought- yeah, it's from his comedy special that came out last year. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, watch it either. A bit in it about the origin of Pop Tart, and that's where this is coming from. Welcome to Netflix. You've been greenlit. I mean, the way it sounds, like I mean, I can't help but imagine it as like something similar to the founder. I don't know, like no, that's McDonald's Pop Tarts. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was decent. That was I mean, part of the Michael Keaton renaissance. How how good can this movie be? That's what I want to know. Like, how good could it possibly be? Like, is it going to be as good as a a frosted strawberry pop tart or what's everybody's favorite? Unfrosted. Mine's I mean, what, uh, frosted strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. Yeah, the strawberry is the best yeah. one, right? Untoasted oh. or toasted? Let's rank pop tarts. Okay, so we toasted. got the strawberry <laughs> toasted. Chocolate. I think the s'more ones. Cho- the s'more ones not to sleep. Wild on, berry is a great flavor. I actually think chocolate is the lowest of the pop tarts. Yeah, 
It's just regular. I agree. Ross S'mores, yeah. S'mores. S'mores. Can't sleep on it. What else was there? I can't... Even, there was blueberry. But I think that's kind of like, Every, you know, subpar strawberry. Yeah. yeah. No, strawberries... Yeah. I mean, it's like strawberries the best jam. It's not even debatable, right? I mean, I feel, like raspberry, is, shit out I feel like raspberry gives strawberry jam a raspberry run for its money. good. That's true. Yeah. But like, I've got jam in my cabinet that I'm not going to say who made it because it was a gift. But there's like... A bunch of fucking other like blackberry jam get that shit out of here like no thanks how dare you kyle i made that for you <laughs> <laughs> what about toe jam and earl what about oh. those guys oh all right <laughs> gonna work them in this no. this whole conversation has been spawned by a <laughs> another twitch conversation i was in yesterday where jerry seinfeld came up and there was talk about not liking his comedy altogether Obviously, Seinfeld is the one thing you go to and, like, one of the strongest sitcoms that has ever existed. And but one that's of the not worst really his. Series finales. Uh, you know what, what's funny to me about Jerry Seinfeld in general, right? Obviously, he made Seinfeld. And then... But, like... Oh, my brain... I can't think today. Um, the B-movie. It's always no, the B-movie. No, who's the Just other guy? Just go to the B-movie. <laughs> Can't stand bees you. in cars no. drinking honey. See, Seinfeld has two co-creators. Chad, can you help me out? It's the other show. Uh, Larry David. What's his show called? Curb your enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Thank you. Like Curb your enthusiasm was an incredible pivot and has been around forever and is beloved. Um, <laughs> How beloved was it, Kyle? No, but in terms of, like, it has been a cultural touchstone of HBO forever. And he has continued to adapt, which was the last time, like, Seinfeld just sort of throws out a comedy special when he's like, I need 10 million. Right? So it's just is what it is. And... Jerry Seinfeld's like not been relevant. Like I know people who love Seinfeld. I think it's fine. Like there are some incredible episodes, but it is a show about nothing, and that's not a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing. Yeah, it's I interesting. It. I can watch the shit out of Seinfeld and laugh consistently. This movie's gonna be like terrible. Like this is this screams the Adam Sandler deal to me at Netflix, where it's like make whatever you want, and he's like. I got an idea because this is the only idea I got right now. Is he not making enough recycle. comedians in cars? Like that's what I don't understand. He doesn't like, need any more money. Like he he, yeah, he makes millions a year off of Seinfeld. Well, maybe he's planning on getting divorced, so he needs like new stuff to. I don't know. That's obviously. And I hope. That's I don't a dark hope, path to go down. I don't hope that for his he's, marriage. He probably needs another warehouse to fill with cars. cars. So yeah, you know. What do you what do you do? You come up with a movie idea, and he looks at his breakfast, and he's like, "But are pop tarts even relevant though?" Like, I Jerry Seinfeld's eating pop tarts. They feel like such a '90s thing. Like the next, are we gonna get like, uh, I mean, who's uh, of that era? Like, are we gonna get Ray Romano? um, Oh shit! Oh, dude, yes. Anything Ray? Let's do it. Movie or a Caprice. Capri Sun movie, like okay, Kyle, get his All right, agent's email on right now. Here. Let's write this pitch. A Ray Romano Capri Sun movie. Everybody loves yeah. Tang. Somebody give me who's got the best Ray Romano impression. Someone's got. Oh, it's pull gotta it be now. Sam. You can't, you can't mention him and not bring it out. Hey, well, why does everybody love me? I don't know. Is that how you? Say it? <laughs> no. 
That's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Oh, what was his? God. What was his like that tall Frankenstein looking dude? The his brother. His brother, yeah. brother Brad Garrett. Hey. <laughs> He's Joe hey, from Ray. Uh, Family Guy. Why oh, you always bought? <laughs> Hey, the Ray. Brad Garrett one's pretty good. That one's good. <laughs> yeah, he was also Kronk. He's, um... Right. The poison. The poison specifically chosen to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. Like, that's Brad Garrett. It's fantastic. Oh, no. No, I oh, love Pop-Tarts! Daniel, why are you doing this to me? Oh, Let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about squids. Or starfish. Or whatever. Squids. <laughs> sea creatures. Yeah. We'll a... put this one on in the... In the uh, pigeonhole here as the not interested for now. Maybe when it comes out, if it looks good, we'll review it. But it doesn't sound like we're too excited for unfrosted at this point in time. Yeah. Maybe it needs a bit more frosting to get our attention. Mm -hmm. So to end our news for this week, we got one trailer to talk about. We've established I do not watch trailers, so we save this one for last. So sam and kyle can tell me all about it i've heard all about this one this one is on my top five most anticipated for this year the suicide squad we got another trailer apparently i've heard starro's in it and a shark's riding him a king shark is riding him is there is this more exciting can suicide the suicide squad get more exciting there is there is a great joke in this trailer which is they're talking about so they don't know what they're going what the mission is for so they're sitting in the briefing room and Amanda Waller's like it is Project Starfish and John Cena goes is that a reference as into the uh, a euphemism for a butthole (laughs) he's got like a notepad she goes no he goes not related to butthole like he's (laughs) just such a like he is just a big idiot james gunn is so bold he just showed a random pencil writing on a pad with no one holding it i i think visually it looks it looks like the best movie that james gunn has made i'm concerned and this has come up in our in our chat that We've seen a lot. Like, the only thing we don't know for sure is who makes it out. One thing that's cool, and I don't recall this being... I mean, Starro has had multiple different incarnations, but this appears to be the version that can throw, like, tiny Starros to take control, right? Because that's... Little um, face huggers, yeah. Right, to to mind control. That is Starro's ability. And so I'm very curious. And But why is the thinker in this? Like, are they using him to combat Starro, I guess? But I don't really... It. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's got... It does... It looks like a 70s movie that was made now, which I know was part of James Gunn's pitch. So, until... I am optimistic this is going to be uh, a lot of fun as of right now. I'm hoping I'm not wrong, because James Gunn's last movie just seemed to be a rehash of the first one he made. So, this is this first attempt at Suicide Squad, so... Hopefully it's good. I'm hoping with yeah. Starro we get a bit of Slither going on in this one. I fucking love Slither. That was a great James Gunn movie. Sam, how you feeling about this? Are they winning you over? Yeah, I mean, like Kyle said, it looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know anything about any of these characters, but just judging by what I've seen so far, it already looks like, you know, way better than that first Suicide Squad. Um, it's not taking itself too seriously. 
clearly, Shark Boy is going to be the highlight, I think. Um, and they're really like playing with the characters. <laughs> Can't wait till Taylor Lava Lager's Girl back. shows up. Yeah. It like they're letting the characters breathe. It feels like it feels like they they're allowed to, allowed to bounce off each other. And uh, I think that in the end, that's going to be you know the most valuable thing for this movie. Um, but yeah, you know, a couple carryovers from from that original Suicide Squad. We'll see how they do in this new kind of tone that they're they're setting but um yeah if, if we're gonna compare trailers though i kind of liked the the first suicide squad trailer more than than this newest one that that one with bohemian rhapsody that was like one of the best trailers of all time it was great yeah. or one of the worst movies the the worst oscar winning movies of all time <laughs> no that's crash come on we know that's crash <laughs> Well, I don't the best know. Trailer for Oscar Green movie. Book is out there too, you know. Oh, and yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. Uh yeah, so I we're all on board HBO Max uh first day release or in theaters. So we will all be there for Suicide Squad the parentheses. Sounds like yeah, you guys talking, chat talking here. It's a good thing I'm not watching these trailers cuz they're apparently showing everything and I've seen none of it. I think I've seen one poster of the team but we're like a month away from this no august 6th august i believe 6th, yeah. is when it comes yeah out. just so over just a over. little over a month yep that's coming down the pipe real quick that's a that's gonna be a nice cap down the way we got a bunch of these movies gonna start rolling out pretty soon next week we're already gonna be talking about fast nine Woo! we're gonna get to see that we're gonna get to review that that week so we're we're real excited about that we're so excited well i guess between our little recess period here if you guys want to join in at any point remember twitch.tv the quest beyond we're now going to do a ranking a tier system tier list if you will of all the fast and the furious movies starting the first five. First five today and then next week we'll do the back five and you'll see where all these things stack up, where where we all think they should go. We're going to do a little bit of deliberating. Maybe there's some controversial things. I know there's one I'm going to fight for. I don't know if anyone else agrees for that one. but We have been doing our research. So a bunch of us have watched yeah. some of them. Sam just has encyclopedic knowledge. So yeah. he's fine. So I'm on, we're going to get to that eight. right now. And I'm very excited. Yeah, let's go to that one. So anyone else who's at home just listening to this thing, you guys are missing out. Yeah. But you guys can enjoy our review for Luca, which is coming now for you. Luca is our review for this episode. We are talking about this Disney Pixar movie that came out on Disney Plus for free. We got to view this one as it just cost you a subscription. And if you guys are already watching these Marvel movies, if you're watching Loki, it was a simple press play. That thing's coming right at us. We won't spoil Luca for you if you haven't seen it just yet. But before we get there, Sam, what is Luca about? Luca, according to IMDb, on the Italian Riviera, an unlikely but strong friendship grows between a human being and a sea monster disguised as a human. 
That's it. That is a good description of it. <laughs> yep. So we're following around two two friends, uh, Jacob Trombley, who you'll know from Room and He's that a, one movie was it Book of Henry, oh, Colin yeah. Trevorrow's masterpiece. Good Boys wasn't he? Also good Boys, good yeah. Boys. He was and in Doctor yeah. Sleep. Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Doctor Sleep for a brief scene. Oh, <laughs> we won't spoil what happened to his character. Oh, God. And, uh, it's worse in the director's Gr- cut. Have you guys I've ever heard, seen the director's cut? I've heard. It's I have more yeah. horrifying. Yeah. So let me, uh, and uh, just mention Jack that. Dylan Grazer, who was the friend in Shazam, uh, he was in It, Part One, and uh, yeah, these two guys bombing around Italy, trying to hide that they're sea monsters. And I don't know if it was a spoiler as to what they're the one thing they want to own together it's is. not in the trailers to my knowledge it isn't okay because when so. it, it caught me off guard i was like really this is what we're doing <laughs> no i don't i don't believe so okay let's not talk about that fully then because that's a spoiler directed by enrico casarosa let's jump in here sam yeah how you feeling on luca luca's good luca's really good i liked it let me just start off by saying okay this movie's 90 minutes long okay Let's all applaud. This is like a good thing that all movies need to do. Yeah. Um, a brisk 90 minutes. It gets in and out. Thank you. I've already watched this movie like three times because uh, we, we started it with my daughter. We didn't finish it with her, but eventually she finished it. Now she wants to watch it over and over again. So I've seen it t- three times all the way through. Um, Couldn't watch Loki for today, but could watch Luca. <laughs> oh no! I, th- my last rewatch was like two days ago or whatever. We okay. watched it like two two times in a day once. Uh, wow! But I think it's interesting that like a little kid, this is a rewatchable, a rewatchable movie. It has it. So Melody watched it today. Um, but so I don't know if there's. She hasn't. A- I mean, she talked about it, so I don't know if it'll come up tomorrow. Yeah. It. I mean. It's. It, I think it is a different movie for Pixar in that it has like modest stakes and in the end is just about the friendship between, you know, these kids. And I think that's fantastic. I think it's great to have these kinds of movies. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for coming of age type stuff, but um, I love, you know a Pixar movie that doesn't it doesn't have to go into any kind of like existential themes or crisis or you know as much as I love those movies and as you know how deep they are and and what they're trying to explore it's just it's like it's nice to just be in a in a in a Italian town with these like characters who just want to I guess we can't go into what they want but like they're just doing things. They're just boys being boys, you know, kids being kids, and it's fun. And, and you know what? Guys being dudes. Yeah, and they're you know what? What's better a... than this? Just guys being dudes. <laughs> That's what they're doing, man. And it's great. And I wish uh, a part of me, a part of me, w- kind of wishes that the movie didn't really go into the fantastical elements where, um maybe the sea monster thing didn't really have a part in the movie. Like, and that's kind of weird to say, but like the best parts are when they aren't sea monsters, in my opinion. 
Um, so, and you know, certain parts of the story that in regards to the sea monster stuff kind of feels rushed and like not really, you know, explored more. So I, I don't know, like it's maybe that's a result of the 90 minute runtime. Cause I'm sure if it was two hours, they probably would have gone into like, you know, the politics and whatever. That one uncle. The one, the one, the one see-through <laughs> uncle. Um, so anyway, like this is a good, uh, this is a good Pixar movie. If I had to put it in a tier, I would put it in like an A tier. You know, Ooh. I liked it a lot. I think it's good. Coming out high praise. Yeah, what? and um, there, there's been talk about like you know people are comparing it to like Studio Ghibli movies. And I think that's just in the sense that, um, I think I think it's because of like the 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 modest stakes and like the like that's almost insulting to Studio Ghibli. Like if we're being completely honest. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's an insult, but like I think they're they're, tra- they're There's trying. There's nothing visually striking about this movie. Oh, that's not true. I think that I think visually this the movie's like pretty. Looks like a sky animation movie. That's what it looks like. Like, like can, I don't know. The I I was pretty impressed with uh, some of like the water animation. Like, I think water is looking pretty good nowadays. Water's looking good, but yeah. Get into it, Kyle. This movie's good. It's not great. Like, it's a surface level kids movie that has an emotional ending at the end that kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's fine. It's not great, and I it's it's watchable like i didn't hate it but if we're going to be critical like this is the good dinosaur of pixar movies where it's completely disposable oh uh, i, I would not i would not even put it next to good dinosaur i, I would i think i like good dinosaur is gen- like it has the generic beats mm-hmm. i feel like As luca this. i know but i feel like luca does something better with them like i feel like luca doesn't make sense like so this one 16 year old kid is just a complete asshole and none of the parent like of of like he's beating children in the streets and the adults Kyle, are like <laughs> I know sea monsters aren't real it's just a movie. No, but uh, like, talk about fine. a good villain though. Like this he's movie like, was predictable. These characters are not like they're this is going to sound really stupid, but they're cartoons. There's no consequences for anything. Like uh, Alberto's just an asshole till he gets his way. Great hair, though. But that's what so some hair. kids are assholes, you know. No, I know that, but there's no consequences. Like nothing in this movie matters till the very end, where he's like, "Oh, you know what? Well, I found well. something. I found something I like, so I'm going to be less of an asshole." Like it, he doesn't have a character arc at all. Luca is just a scared little bitch for two thirds of the movie. And the parents, like, if you take the, if you move Pixar out of this movie, this could have been made by Sony. And that's not an insult. It just means it's not a good, like, this is a good kids movie. It's not a good Pixar movie. Because Pixar, even with their simpler movies, there's some form of depth. Like, I can't talk about it in spoilers, but in the end, there is this revelation and they're all like, that's fine. It's 
it's a great i'll spoil it they're in leather jackets sunglasses bombing around bow with the bow bang. that's amazing bring it back none of that happens none of that happens it's it's a fine movie it's a good kids it's a i don't like this is i'm using this as an uh, it's a kids movie this is not a good family movie this feels like maya rudolph she's funny in it she does a dolphin bit that's i guess i'm minus spoiler but like the parents have no consequence on the story the the kid like this is so predictable it was annoying like all right Ooh, we can do a we can do a prop though on that hey jess at home if you're in chat anywhere can you do the dolphin noise for me that's what it's like but yeah wow, it's, spot on. i mean it's it's fine it's not visually impressive the only scene where i went holy shit that looks amazing was a scene when they're with glowing fish is kind of what i can say without spoiling it that looked great otherwise i don't think the water was that impressive compared to like other pixar movies it's just nothing about this felt special this is completely forgettable which is probably why they didn't make us pay. My expectations were low because they weren't making us pay. And then all I, all I heard was it was not a good movie before watching this. So going in with that in mind, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's actually it's like it's a good watch for a free movie, a free Pixar movie that I can watch at home. It is a good watch. It is a cute story. It's just about two friends trying to figure out their way. They have motivations that we'll get to in spoilers that we can't talk that are ridiculous. But somehow it's enjoyable because it's only an hour and a half long. Like it gets it gets the point across. It gets in and out. That's all I want. So like it doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't get to the point where it gets to be boring because it's so quick. Yes, the story elements we've seen a couple times done differently throw in a couple sea monsters instead of crossing over to the dead maybe and it borrows a few similar bits it's yeah, little mermaid it's simple. with boys <laughs> no like little, yeah little mermaid they still have their bit. voices <laughs> but yeah you just reconfigure it a little didn't. bit we might have seen a little bit of this before but you know putting the pixar on it you have higher hopes and that's obviously going to be a detriment or a plus to whatever you're watching. Pixar's just on a tier of its own. If you're just ranking the tiers of anime, it's the S tier. And everything else is, besides Ghibli, is pretty low. So, yeah, you come to expect a lot more. It's not top tier Pixar. It's still a good animated movie, though. It still has a lot of fun. These two characters playing off each other... I missed how old they were exactly in it. 13 and 14. I thought the age different was a lot different. Mm -hmm. The gap was a lot different than that by the way these characters acted. But that comes with one of their upbringings compared to the other one's upbringings and what they've had to do. Yeah, the bond, the friendship, it's all over Silly Want. But it makes it for a lot of ridiculous stuff. The villain in this one's ridiculous as well his mustache is great um mustache. yeah his, oh it's a mustache <laughs> yeah like there's just there's a lot of ridiculous to this movie and it's quick in and out throw me a couple weird things give me a couple laughs 
make me feel like I'm happy that I watched this one. Maybe there's a deeper meaning to the overall story, which we'll get into a bit in spoilers that I've heard a bit that makes a lot of sense, which, you know, if they're trying to tell that story, I think they should have put that on front street, but it will, I was just hinting at it until we get there. Yeah. For a free watch on Disney plus, you can't go wrong with it. It was great. It's worth it. It's worth your time. An hour and a half. Sam's daughter tomorrow. Papa, can I watch Luca? <laughs> Luca, please. Yeah, because she's a Peppa Silencio. Pig fan. So. <laughs> What's this? Like, shut up with your face, you stupid <laughs> you stupid old. Old. What <laughs> yeah. What's the matter with the you? The one thing, though, the one spoiler that I'll get into, they weren't bombing around for pizza. What the hell was that? I don't think they ate a single thing of pizza. No, but okay, no, they were eating pasta. lots of pesto. And let's just, let's just say that's a big win for pesto. I don't think pesto's ever been so represented in, on film before. I love a good pesto. Oh, oh, me too. Chicken and a pesto? Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. All right. So with Absolutely. that, are we going to head straight into spoilers? Because we spent so much time on our Twitch exclusive. We spent a lot of time there. We've been building up to this thing that they want for quite a bit now. We all want to talk about it. So let's go to spoilers with Luca. If you guys want to come with us and listen to the spoilers, maybe get pitched a bit more on this one. Here they come, the spoilers for Luca. But if you want to get out now, now's the time to do it. Because we're going to spoil this thing up and down. Let's go to spoilers. Spoilers one last time for Luca. Here they come, guys. Last chance to get out. Because we're talking all about Luca and what they want it that we've alluded to so often. Kyle, start us off with this thing. What's what's all this Luca about? Uh, all right. So Luca's a big bitch. And as I've said several times, so he's a sea monster who lives off the coast of Italy. Um, we see a sea monster fucking around with some, some uh, two middle-aged Italian dudes who are fishing. And a bunch of stuff is falls off the boat, whatever, falls to the bottom of the ocean. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I've seen a better movie. This this can't compete. Um, so one day, and so we meet Luca, and he uh, farms fish, like sheep, I guess. And they make sheep sounds. Yeah. They make sheep sounds, yep. That was a good joke that they stole from Illumination. He's a responsible, good kid, right? He's no, doing, I know that. He's doing but I'm work. The sheep's buying is a joke you'd see in Despicable Me Four. That's my point. Like so many of these, like I don't know who wrote this, but it's like, mm, what have you made before this? He's a sea shepherd. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> he's got the little hook. I thing. know what, what he's are we gonna doing? do, Kyle, to impress you? The the, the fish buzz like a sheep. Make a good movie. What? That's what I want. That's not what fish do, though. <laughs> they don't do it. And now they boss. <laughs> Anyways, so he rounds up the, the fish and he sees some human stuff and he's like, interesting. And then a boat goes over and he's like, ah, boat, land people. All right. Um, he goes home to Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan doing a horrible Italian accent. That didn't help. What? Did you like Jim Gaffigan I, in your fucking Pixar movie? I didn't even realize it was him to be. Yeah, neither did I. But <laughs> I knew he was in this movie. I thought he was the uncle. No, do you know who the uncle is? I recognized no. it immediately. It's Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, is it yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just I immediately every time I hear bad Italian impression, I go back to Sam's. Bubbity boobity. 
All right, Sam, give us a little bit. But what about? Hey, what you do? Hey, come on. <laughs> Sam actually kind of looks like the bully in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Senior Vespa. Where'd you get your clothes? Oh, I'm a dead body? <laughs> Who wants to see me in a bigger sandwich? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Mamma mia. Uh, I copy you in olive oil. You slide right through the water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good bit. Uh... Anyways, um, I'm so stabby stab right now. Anyway, so uh, he sees the human stuff and he, he talks to his grandma who's like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I'm like the grandma from Moana. Uh, who's like, go do whatever you're going to do. I'm going to die and turn into a stingray. That's what happens in Moana. Um, spoilers for Moana. And so he is uh the next day he's kind of chilling around looking at this human stuff and then um fucking big brother from bioshock comes stomping down the sea he gets all terrified turns out it's a sea creature just like a sea monster they're not called anything else that's it sea monster named alberto who's voiced by jack dylan grazer who sounds like he's like 19 and jacob tremblay sounds 12 <laughs> Yeah, the age difference on their characters really threw me. Uh, it's the it's the voice like texture. It, it made me wonder if like when will Jacob Tremblay like when is he going to grow out of that voice he, and like it's going to be soon. Like the boy, he's like, fourteen. Jack yeah. Dylan Grazer is seventeen. So when they recorded this, Jacob Tremblay was probably eleven. Yeah, and Jack Dylan Grazer probably was like fifteen. So this is so, probably like, the last. Like vocal performance where Jacob Tremblay is going to sound like this, I think. Yeah. No, because he's doing um flounder for. Oh, that's right. Oh. That's right. Yeah, but maybe he'll sound like a tween. We don't know. Well, he's already recorded it. They've yeah. already done yeah. it. Yeah. But. So. Yeah, that's okay. Right. So he meets Alberto. What's his long ass name? Alberto Scarafano. Which, and- when they pronounce their names, they're nailing it. Like yeah. it's all well, this I couldn't is the understand. funny thing. They're it's American English till they have to say some small Italian phrase. It's yeah, like then they go, hard. "Hey, what are you doing here?" I am Albal. Like it's really Hey, Yeah, it's like my name is uh, Kyle, and welcome to the quest beyond. It's me, Amara. Like that's <laughs> the transition. It's insane. Um, so he shows him his collection of all human stuff, and that is when we see the poster for the entire motivation of this movie a fiat no it's a it's a vespa yeah okay. cool this is what this, this is what Amazing. i love about it. this is my love okay it's not like about saving the world it's not about whatever dying and whatever it, it's just like hey we just want this cool vespa because it represents freedom these kids like want freedom right they've been yeah, but that poster, spoilers, is hiding the count from when his dad left him. Maybe yes. touch on that for more than one scene? Maybe? No. No. Because it only, def- was it only defines Alberto's entire character, but w- why, why bother talking about it? Because this is all surface level. That's true. You said it yourself, like it's simple. And that yeah. doesn't mean it's good. Like it just means it's simple. So they want to get a Vespa. Um, 
Luca's going back and forth, hanging out, and eventually he's found out, and we meet his disgusting uncle from the depths of the ocean, who is see-through, played by, he looks like a cuttlefish, a cuttlefish, sorry. And his heart stops, and Luca has to repunch it to reignite him. No, hit him a harder, like, right in the, right in the old stomach. So Luca decides, no, this is not what I want. And, oh, the scene I was saying that I loved was when he fell asleep and because Alberto pretends he knows everything and they fall asleep and they're swimming in the sky with the glowing fish. That scene looks incredible. Yeah. Um, but th- there's a few of those kind of like dreamlike moments, eh? Like where they're doing that. I think there's a moment yeah. where they're like riding on coins and stuff. Yeah, very DuckTales. But, okay, so the one thing I wanted to mention as well. So they can go back and forth between dry land and the sea. Just no problem. Yeah, so it's something that isn't really They just turn <laughs> into humans. Yeah, they just are humans when they... And not... It's like when they get touched by water. So they just, like, flick off any... Oh, yeah, there's of- some quick drying in this movie. <laughs> Like, unbelievably quick. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, hit with a wave, I'm fine. Like, yeah. yeah, like, they're just slap it around. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's a bit throughout the entire movie. Um, no lore behind it. They call it the change. And it's literally like, he walks out, and he's like, I'm human. Like, the, I did enjoy the him learning to walk, but that last, that, again, that scene lasts a minute. And then he's like, I can walk, no problem. Never comes up again. None of it. Like, he can breathe oxygen and water. Like, this just feels so first draft. Where you would think people would ask questions, but... And not... This is not complex. Like, Little Mermaid had magic to get it. Like, there's no consequences for becoming a human. At all. No. So, they eventually go to the town where they want to get a Vespa because they're like, people are there, they'll have Vespas. Too bad, uh, is it Pondoroso? What's the name of the place? Porto Rosso. Porto Rosso. Um, it's like a small Amalfi town. Wants to kill all the sea monsters and they're like, oh shit, we're gonna die. But nothing ever happens of that because why have consequences for the major uh, conflict of your movie? They... They don't touch on, like, the change thing much, but there is a part of this thing where I was like, are they going to say all Italians are sea monsters? (laughs) (laughs) Like, everyone's just hanging out. Underwater, Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So they meet meet the guy who looks like Sam, who's a complete asshole, because he won this triathlon (laughs) three times. You're referring to our Sam. (laughs) Not our Sam. (laughs) Uh, And... So they ask, ask this guy, how did you get your Vespa? He won the race five times to buy it. And they're like, oh, we should do that. And then they meet Julia, who looks like they stole that character model from the movie Storks. There's a mosquito flying. A very memorable that's... animated film. Yeah, that's a movie I have not thought about <laughs> yeah. for a long time. I like Storks better than this. Wow. What about Boss Baby? Boss Baby's fun, but it's, like, completely disposable. I'm very curious about Boss Baby 2, I'm not gonna lie. Um, Isn't there a Boss Baby show? There was a Boss Baby show. It won an Emmy. Wow. 
Yeah, daytime Emmy, I think, but an Emmy. Anywho, so they meet Julia, and Julia is one of the townspeople. To my knowledge, the first official divorced couple in Pixar history of her parents, which is... Hmm. There are more and more different families, or like... Um, the like stereotypical model uh, needs to be less is hasn't is been consistently remember represented as in usually a parent is either killed or we just don't hear about them like Andy's dad we never hear about ever he's probably dead then but recently because Kate his sister's like a baby in the first one but anyways that's a a great franchise let's talk about Luca. Um, so he, thank you, PW, and he, so they decide they're going to join her team and they're going to do the triathlon together. They're swimming, biking, and eating pasta. Yes, he's this, he's a stork and they are continue. So they meet the dad who. Have you guys seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Yes, I know where you're going. The, oh, yeah. Okay. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> so, like, he a, might as well a reserved. Also by James Caan. <laughs> a like, reserved put, father with a giant mustache and, like, eyebrows that cover the eyes. Yeah. I mean, you got to love that character model. It just, like. Hey, if the, there's a leak in my Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that stuff was fun, and like the the dad just being like super chill and just like looking out for his daughter and okay, I am going, going fishing to, with the boys. For, I'm showing an image uh, really quickly in our ranking thing. If I can do this really quickly, because I think this this is the look. The delayed. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same character. It's the it's same the thing. Nose. All right, we're going back. That's Sorry. okay. I had to, I, That's all right. I had, to, I had. Wait, to, I thought he only has. Oh, we're in spoilers. He only has one arm. Yeah, which That's true. So they make it like, oh, it was eaten by a sea monster, eaten by a sea monster. No, he was born with it. So you know what? I will give Pixar credit for that because that is one of the first times in my recollection that they had a handy, capable uh, character. And it wasn't a st- it wasn't a caricature or anything. He's completely capable. He's a fisherman, so he's like the badass of the town. He is the badass. So he hunts sea monsters, and the kids are like, "Oh no, sea monsters!" The, I did enjoy the bit when Luca accidentally spits the water on Alberto. Then they're like diving under the table to like wipe water off or whatever. And I that so they are um, pursuing becoming a crew. What's the matter with you, stupido? Hey, (laughs) stupido. They are um, training. Someone's going to... Luca's going to bike. Alberto's going to eat. And Julie's going to swim because neither of them can swim. And that's most of the movie. Them training. The parents eventually come up and they're like, where is Luca? Too bad we're never going to find him till it's convenient to the plot. Oh, they have to, you know, throw some kids in water first. I like the soccer scene was okay where she's like going hard and like taking up yes, these kids and I, tossing fountains. The water balloon thing was funny though. I <laughs> like, thought the soccer ball thing do. was funnier. I didn't think the balloon thing was funny because it's like we I, ha- 
I personally want that in my life, though, is like a bunch of neighborhood kids hanging out below my window and I can just drop water balloons on them. Just be like, oh, I was just checking. <laughs> just checking. Yeah, monsters. sorry. My bad. So as this is developing, Alberto is becoming more and more jealous of Luca, who's becoming more or closer with Julia because of his love for knowledge. And what happens next? Uh, the kid who looks like Sam's becoming more of an asshole. Uh, hey, this sweater's war. What are you doing? <laughs> um, his, his fucking connection to that sweater. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, you, how do you wash it then? He really likes it. What are you going to say, Sam? Um, no, sorry. Whereabouts are we? Are we like, has Luca betrayed his? No, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. But that's like, so he's learning about school and he's like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, maybe I would like school because we're going to, the, they were going to win the thing. They were going to buy the Vespa and travel. And Luca wants to go to school because he wants to learn. Alberto's like, that's stupid. We know everything we need for each other. And then we get the second act betrayal where he's, um, Alberto goes, Julia, what about sea monsters? Do they let them in your school? And he's like, no. And it's not, it's so stupid because he just goes, and sticks his head in the water. Like, yeah. he doesn't jump in and come out. He just lies there. But, I, like, I th- it worked for... I thought the betrayal was effective. I thought, like, It Luca- works, but the execution of the actual... Like, what Alberto does makes it kind of silly. Yeah, but... Have like- we talked about Julia at all yet? <laughs> no. Not- Why would we? She's cool. Julia was a great character. Yeah, she's yeah, cool. I liked her. She was great. She's like, we know she's about sassy. She's, she, has a, we she has a fighter spirit and she wants to win real bad. And she, yeah, but she doesn't spirit. know why. She just wants what? to win. Because to the other win. guy. Because That's other, it. Yeah, because the other guy's a Your dick. reign of up. terror will be over. She threw up on the last one. She's the <laughs> laughing stock of the town. She's got to fight she, for redemption. She's trying here. to prove and she wants to, like, just tell she the town folk that for, I won. She is a plot device for Luca. They're all plot That's devices. It. The, that's the thing. They're all plot the device. All damn systems a plot device. <laughs> she she's a she's fun. She's a she's a great character. She's just like a feisty little her, girl. Yeah. yeah. I think she's fine. I don't think she's memorable at all. And she's like, passionate about learning and like wants you know like introduces Luca to the fact that there's a lot more out there. And she's like the she, least prejudiced in that whole town. She, she was the, the one that's like, it's cool, you're sea monsters. She, I it dig is, it. It's incon- she is the inconvenience in the friendship between Alberto and mm-hmm. Luca. That's what she's there for. That's it. Um, so, right. So we talk, the the betrayal happens. And again, like, Julie is like, you're sea monsters. That's fine. I've only grown up here half my life thinking you people are horrible. But why would there be any consequences to my upbringing? Like, it. That's my problem. Like, nothing in this matters at all. Like, people joke about, I have a fedora. Like, Indiana Jones is irrelevant to the plot of the movie. The sea monsters being a problem is irrelevant to this story. Like, it shouldn't have been brought up regardless. I mean, like, they exist. They should just be mythic. Like, oh, I'm, they, people are looking for sea monsters. Right? Like, and but. for, like, a town of sea monster hunters. Yeah. Only, like, the one villain was the only one that actually like did anything when uh-huh. he saw one everyone yeah. else is kind of like okay well so apparently some of these sea monsters go there like every weekend there's the old ladies are just living ladies are them the whole time <laughs> this town's pretty bad at finding sea monsters well so they yeah. split up he they both decide they're gonna do it or sorry she's he's gonna do it with her 
Alberto goes back to his tower. We find out he was abandoned by his dad and he was counting the days and then he stopped counting because his dad ditched him because he sucks. And Luca's like, well, you don't suck. I'm going to go get the Vespa for you. So Alberto's a fucking manipulative dick because Luca wanted to do something else. And then Alberto just started bitching and he's like, I'll get the Vespa. We'll do what you want to do. Yeah, but this is like, this is, it's challenging Luca to like be true to himself. He's scared to reveal him, his true self to everybody, you know? No, it's not about that. It's because he wants to go to school. Alberto wants to just ride a Vespa around. And he's like, he's, the whole movie is supposed to be about him wanting to do what he wants, like him doing what he wants. And like the, 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 re- the, like the redemption between him and, Alberto is him going, you know what, Alberto? We'll do that instead. We'll do what you wanted to do. Fuck what I wanted to do. Yeah, but no, the but, then, movie, but Alberto sells the Vespa to let Luca yes, go. Yes, I know that, but so that com- that takes the decision out of Luca's hand. The whole movie, he's going, Silencio Bruno. Yeah, but the, so like, he betrayed Alberto by not revealing that he's a sea monster. Okay. During the race, he does reveal himself to save Alberto. I know that, but he does, like, this is the same issue I have with, like, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is, like, that character does not finish their story. Like, yes, he saves Alberto, but at by the end of the story, he still did what somebody else wanted instead. He gets sent to school. He doesn't choose to go to school. He gets sent there. He wants to go. I think that it's pretty doesn't clear. Matter, though. They still he buy the Vespa He's 12 years old. Like, he can't also, like, make that decision by himself. No, but they were going to take the Vespa. They were going to go, fuck you, parents, and take the Vespa and ride off on their own. But that that kind of, that that speaks to the loved ones around him who were, like, holding him back where he wants to go. And they finally accept that, hey, this is the best move for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, like there's the big scene where he's revealed to be the sea monster to the entire town. And then the whole town kind of is like, oh, we're cool with this. And his parents are there and they get to see, oh, like humans aren't going to murder us. Yeah. Murderers. Yeah. But, so I think it was more like that reveal that shifted the story. I, I guess maybe. But yeah, I, I don't know. So, yeah, they win the race. They pick up Julia. The dad goes, that's my surrogate son. And his friend. And you're like, and everyone else is like, all right, fine. He's the alpha. Sure. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. I, I think this movie has a lot of errors in it, but that's just me. So, like I said, Luca gets, goes, he sells the, or Alberto sells his Vespa, goes, go to school. And Luca goes, okay, I won't make any of my own decisions. And then he goes to school. Well, and then Alberto stays with the dad because the dad will need help fishing. I mean, that's what happens, though. Yeah, like, but like he he's presented with the opportunity, and of course he's going to go. But the oper- but he's not making a choice. Like they've bought his ticket, and he he wanted to go to school, but he's not making that decision to go to school. It's been made for him because the ticket's been bought. He doesn't sell the Vespa. Alberto does that. What? Yeah, but th- this is this is hit, like this is the power of friendship and you know, love from his family. They're like, we love you, Luca. Like, you does you you should go to school. It feels like he has every intention to want to do that, but like he does not have the financial standings to do that. He does not have 
the age to make that decision for himself. So when everyone else is like, no, we can provide those things for you. He's like, yeah, I'm jumping on this train and no, I'm going to be they had the plan a sea to monster. Do that. They knew the money they got from the, the, the Ponteroso Cup was going to be able to buy them a ticket to go on the train. They make a point they, of saying that. They do say that earlier, yeah. Yeah. But they get the Vespa, though, and that, that was the end goal. And then, But then, like, for Alberto to be like, listen, like, it's more important that you go to school than it is for us to just ride this Vespa. I think that, like, speaks to the friendship. Alberto's arc, and yeah, the, it the does. the growth of Alberto, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not the growth of Luca. But, but Luca Luca is now allowed to blossom. Like this is like Yeah, he's allowed. He doesn't it, make that decision. This is a coming it, of like, age. He's like, it's a coming so of what, age. Though? Like <laughs> the, he spends the whole movie trying to like make decisions for himself and at by the end of it he still doesn't. Like yeah, I understand what you guys are saying like he does the reveal and that is a big moment. But at the end of it he was still doing he's doing that race for Alberto. Because at that point, he wants he wants to go to school with Julia. Alberto wants the Vespa. They've made that distinction. Mm-hmm. And Alberto was bummed in his tower, so I'm going to win the race so Alberto's not bummed in his tower. Well, he, I mean, Luca feels bad. He just betrayed his friend. He didn't ask him to do that. Because he's, he's, he's being a good friend. He's just like, he's doing his what he can. I you guess. know? And I feel like Alberto kind of grows a little bit. He accepts that the Vespa is not the important thing. He finds a new father figure mm-hmm. that he wants to hang out with. Yep. That's true. Yeah, I like I like how much Julia's dad takes to Alberto. <laughs> eating he the, really does. Eating he, the pesto with he, the one hand. And I think it's, it's only because skin. Alberto knows where the fish is. Let's be real. Uh, yeah, it's true. That's He's true. like, this kid's my meal ticket. <laughs> yeah. I better feed cool. him all the fucking pesto he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They eat a lot. They I didn't mention the cat that's like... <laughs> oh, the cat with the mustache. <laughs> yeah. And then if you watch like the credit scene, you get a whole side story with the cat. The cat knocks up another cat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's kittens with mustaches, and yep. it's wonderful. Yep. So yes, You'd that's Luca. Yes, that is Luca. <laughs> oh, my nose is itching. What do we think, then? Do we have anything else we want to add on this one? I think it's fine. That's it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And uh, I suspect I'll be rewatching it a few more times in the next uh, little bit here. But yeah. Yeah. You're you're already at three. How many is he going to hit? I'm curious out of. So just I know we're not ranking stuff, but my brain is stuck in there. So we've had three. Onward doesn't really count, but we've had three like oh, onward counts. <laughs> we've had three uh, like Pixar Disney movies on the service, right? We had Raya, Soul, and this. Oh, is haven't anything else? I don't think, right? Right. Am I missing something in terms of cartoons? I don't believe so. Those are the recent well, Disney cartoons, yeah, but Disney, yeah. I'm just saying, like Pixar and Disney animated pictures. Yeah, that's it. I think that's that's them. That's it. So, how would you te- how would you rank the three of those? That's tough. Um, I don't think onward it is. first. What Raya? Onward first, Raya. <laughs> onward and 
Uh, yeah, I don't know Luca or Soul. I probably Soul would probably be better than Luca. I do. I think. I think it's not close. I think it's Raya Soul Luca. Oh, I'm having a hard time with this because I like them all for different reasons. Um, I feel like Soul and Luca hit me the same. Where it was like it didn't hit the mark like fully the emotional beats but there's a lot of good content in the there. emotional like i i probably sounds like i hated it the emotional ending of this movie works because pixar is great at making those moments work in moment but in retrospective i don't think it's earned yeah so i that's think that's why i was expressing the issues i had with it yeah i guess i would agree and go raya soul luca but it's like it's not a big gap between all those. I, I I feel like, you know, in general, I would say those are like all great movies. Where's Where's Onward for you, Sam? Dude, <laughs> Onward. Have you both actually seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I watched it the first day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I liked That's Onward. An Oscar nominated movie. Yeah. You can't rag on Suicide Squad for winning. And then be like, Onward was nominated. Doesn't sure work. Like that. Oh, those pants. No, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> all right. With that, that's been our talk about Luco. All the spoilers, all the talk. But let's see how far that all carries when we take it to our patented Alan Rickman scale. We will all rate this one on a scale from zero low, 10 high. We'll do 0.5s. And at the end, all three of ours together to create the average. For how many Golden Rickmans Luca will get? Sam, we're going to you first. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? If you like Pixar movies, uh, if you like the Italian Riviera, and if you like Pesto, this is a, this is a movie to, to see. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Seven and a half from Sam. Kyle. Nope, I'm last. Like you you're going last? Yeah, I'm going last. Don't you dare, Kyle. Don't you dare. He's going to try and tank this on us. <laughs> I'm not tanking See it already. No, the story, it's got it's got some fun beats, but it, there is like a lot of cookie cutter stuff. There's a lot of Pixar tropes that are starting to become more apparent as things go. The production, though, yeah, the water elements, that was all nice. Uh, the change, it was simple, but like effective. The colors that we didn't talk about enough. I think Kyle forgot to bring up the fish color thing, but yeah, there's that. The colors of the actual sea monsters, very fluorescent, uh, very fun to look at. That's getting high marks. Entertainment, had a good time with it. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. And now we look to Kyle. We look to Klugen. Klugen, <laughs> as he's about to drop a 3 on us. No, 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 no. It's a, it passes. Yeah. I have a lot of issues with it. It's definitely watchable. Like the second time I watched it with Melody Day, I was like, okay, this is fun. But I don't want that from Pixar. Like this this is it's a it's a fine movie, but I have my issues with it. Visually it's cool looking, but I don't think it's anything really special. Like the seaweed look at the sea monsters is fun, but I think maybe the movie has too many characters. Uh, to balance and I have I express my issues with I think Luca's main arc so with that I'm going to give it a six and a half it's a six good kids movie it's not a good Pixar movie if that makes sense 
or it's it's well, a fine family movie as well. Like it's not stupid, but it's just I I expect more from the studio. If this came out from somebody else, I'd be like, oh, cool. But it didn't. This came out from Pixar's B team, maybe. I don't know. Well, for the B team, it's getting a seven average, seven out of ten on the Rickman scale for Luca. So I still say that's a that's a decent recommend, at least if you're gonna watch an animated movie that's new. If you're not gonna go out and watch something at the drive-in, if you're in Canada or if you're you can go to theaters, Luca might be the way to go. Check it out. But with that, that'll wrap up our talk for this week and our review. Next week we've mentioned. Fast 9, F9's coming out. We'll be seeing that one at the drive-in, and we'll be talking about it next week. If you want to join us, twitch.tv slash thequestbeyond, Wednesday nights, 9.30 p.m. EST. We ranked, on a tier list, the first five Fast and Furious movies. There's five more to go after we see the next one. That's something we got to finish, and we'll see where F9, along with the review, ranks on that list. We're getting some... We're getting some chat here. Mitchell's versus the machines was better. It's BW not. Weekly. That's not even close. Mitchell's versus the machine is our top rated movie so far from yep. all the ones we've done. I believe we're at what twenty nine today. Um, I think we did a couple doubles, so we're over thirty movies now reviewed. Mitchell's versus the machines sit in the top kingdom, so we definitely recommend that one first. Drive in for F nine. Is that illegal or is that legal? It is when you bring family. That's what I've been told. And Corona. All right. Well, I'm bringing Corona to see this thing. It's, it's settled That's already. True. It's happening. Uh, All right, guys. With that, thanks for giving us a listen. As we mentioned, twitch.tv slash thequestbeyond. At thequestbeyond on Twitter. If you want to give that a follow, you can find out when any of these new episodes come out. We're posting clips now. We got the Rickman scale going up there. A nice graphic that Sam works on whole lot of stuff for you guys to keep up with thanks for giving us a listen if you're on the podcast anyone in twitch thanks for stopping by as well we appreciate you guys stopping through chatting some movies with us uh as well kyle if you want to check out his twitch uh 17 to bgg i i'm playing i'm i'm kind of getting through i'm trying to platinum ratchet and clank i don't think i'm going to be able to do it this week so i might shift that to uh, off stream time, so I'm just gonna kind of dick around in New Game Plus uh, tomorrow and Friday, and then Sunday was my mystery stream as usual, mystery multiplayer. I think we're probably playing Warzone, but I'm not sure. But I can say Monday next week, if you are in chat and you like JRPGs, that is Japanese role playing games, I am playing my first ever JRPG starting Monday with the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Is that what JRPG stands for? I think so. I No, I, that's like I have no clue. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> what it stands for. That's news to me. Was, yeah, that's what it means. I was, okay, like, you, you I was so- just like, is that like a short-form role-playing game? Like, I knew RPG, but... Yeah, <laughs> oh my the god. The has had, always confused me. I had a panic attack. That's not what it meant. <laughs> but yes, Fine, I'm playing that funny. starting Monday. Thanks, PW. Interesting. I it. So yes, that's I will be playing that on Monday. I know nothing about this franchise. The only thing I've been told is that it's got a fucking killer soundtrack. So that's all I know. So yeah, check me out. 
uh, check me out playing that on Mondays um, and Fridays. Oh boy. Yes, there we go. So hang out with uh, <laughs> Lugan17, not Klugan yet, but maybe soon. And yes, we're on Wednesday nights here on Twitch recording this. Next week, F9. We'll see you guys then. Thank you for stopping by, everyone. The quest has been good, but we have taken it beyond. <laughs>